Welcome into Cheers from the Press Box. I was going to try to do the accent, but I'm not going to do it. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif, uh, joined, as always, by my co-host and very good friend, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's up, buddy? What's going on, bro? Bro, bro, that's the good one. God, we were talking about Ted Lasso, English accents, <laughs> trying to do it. Joe has got some experience with that. Keep it going, short and get in and out. Yeah, going to uh, England over there. That's where he fell in love with the Prem. Fell in love with the Prem. No, we weren't even in the Prem then. Oh, yeah, that's true. You that's why I further fell in love with Fulham. Fulham. Uh, so for everyone who's new to the program, uh, we're going to talk sports today. We're going to talk sports like we do every week. Uh, we'll talk about the biggest topics in sports. Then we'll get into some quick hits. Major League Baseball is back. I don't know if you guys heard because we haven't been talking about it very much. Uh, skipping the walk off since we have so much playoff talk to do. Um, and then we will pedal our way. Playoffs. Pedal, pedal our wares in the press conference. But first, let's start this week the same way we do every week. Joe! Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Joe, we are talking NBA and NBA playoffs. They are upon us. Round two. Um, some outcomes we were not expecting. Let's get into it in the East. First, Boston Philly. Philly is now taking a 3-2 lead against this Boston team that a lot of people thought were going to cruise once Milwaukee was out. Uh, so many things to talk about with this. Uh, the lack of heart, it seems like. Marcus Smart reverting to his old ways. What did you take away from this Philly-Boston game? Um, <clears throat> the issues this team had before have not been solved. And the lack in continuity from the coaching staff is probably the biggest um, difference between last year and this year, between Emake and Adoka leaving and one of their top assistants, Will, I think it's Will Hardy, mm-hmm. also leaving. Um, and Joe Mazzula, like 34 years of age, she's young. And Celtics, uh, Celtics, Sixers fans, you won't hear this often, but... Doc Rivers is coaching circles around Joe Missoula right now. Uh, It's bad. And James Harden is playing out of his mind. James Harden is giving you two games. If you're going off of uh, Justin Tinsley's 2-1-1 method, uh, Harden gave you two. I I don't know if you call this the Embiid game or the Maxi game because Maxi giving you 30 is not an everyday occurrence. So uh, that may stick out. So you just got to get one more out of that. Uh, Boston Stars just are playing whole, all kind of ways of inconsistent. Um, Tatum had a volume Donovan Mitchell styled game this past game, eleven to twenty-seven, like horrible percentage. Uh, Marcus Smart's taking what I'd say are ill-advised shots. Um, Horford well, the, just didn't show up. <laughs> can we talk about the Marcus Smart thing real quick? Because this is something we talked about last year when they made their run to the finals. And we both sat here on this program and said, Marcus Smart has figured out his role. He is uh, uh, the point guard. He is the um, creator. He's not taking all these shots. He's not trying to act like he is on the same level as Brown or even Tatum. We both were like, this is a new Marcus Smart. They needed a point guard so bad. They were shopping Marcus Smart to find a true point guard, and now he's accepted his role as a true facilitator and point guard. And then this year, he just reverted back to, like, check ball. I got this. Like, what? I don't know what happened. Uh, the voice in the locker room. The yeah. person keeping them accountable. I think I think that's going to come down to be one of the biggest things. Um, for the life of me, I said it at the start of the season. I don't know why they didn't go Brogdon 
in the starting rotation and then have Marcus Smart be your energy guy in the second unit. Um, I thought the trade for Brogdon was a trade for the starter, but they see Marcus Smart as one of the key pieces to this team. And I've never considered him that way. Like, yeah, he's not. And he's now now he's back to this hero ball in the last three games. He has taken either the last shot or the second to last shot for the Celtics, which is not something you want. It's not and, something you want. Marcus Smart is not the known three point assassin. That yeah. You want taking full credit. He, he nailed the three on Monday. Too bad the time it expired, yeah. which is a whole Jeez. other thing, because Jason decided to run down the the clock till five seconds like why well, i don't understand why you're not pushing but it's yeah, like, your boy uh i can hear your boy's anger coming through your analysis right now oh <laughs> um <laughs> i do think it has a lot to do with ime Odoku, though um the toughness of this team and i'm also don't don't con- i'm convinced doc rivers is gonna fumble this <laughs> you think he's gonna fumble this up three two yep <clears throat> brendan if you know anything about Doc, he only fumbles when he's up 3-1. Oh, okay. 3-1 is when he usually fumbles. Well, as an Orlando Magic fan, I know something about Doc fumbling in the <laughs> in the heat of the moment. 3-1 is usually where he ends up falling uh, the potato on the face. But uh, in, in, the, in 3-2, I've I never so heard Philly, about you, in 3-2. You have Philly going to the finals, I'd assume, then? Um, Finals? Whoa, whoa. Uh, well, this we is the, this about is this the, series. This is the series. About this. What do you, what do you mean? Do you honestly think Miami or the New York Knicks could take down either of these teams in a seven game series? Do not ever mention the New York Knicks outside of the topic there. There. Right? <laughs> <laughs> do you honestly now, think the Miami Heat could take down either one of these you. teams in a series? Thank you. A reasonable question. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> After the year we've seen so far with the Milwaukee Bucks going out, I, I guess I could see anything. I, I started this postseason saying, well, we're all just playing. We're all just trying to see who's playing against Milwaukee, whether it be the Eastern Conference Finals, whether it be the finals, who's going to make it and lose to Giannis. And Jimmy Butler said, wrong. <laughs> So, yes, I, I think the Miami Heat can definitely mop the floor with either of these teams. Um, There's a toughness we'll factor to why. from both of these teams, I think. Uh, P.K. Tucker brings some of that toughness to uh, the Sixers, and he's been holding them accountable, and I think he's been a very big difference maker as far as that is concerned, except that one time when he punched Tatum in the penis. Uh, that was a little uncalled for. A little um, Brooksian. But um, Brooks, Brooks, who? Uh, Brooks for uh, Memphis. Oh, uh, yes, thank you. I was like, Brooks? I was like, Brooke Lopez, Brooks Kepka. I was like, what's going on? Brooks Kepka uh, <laughs> comes out there. Brooks out here with the club, just knocking people in the penis. What's going on? Did I miss something? Did him and Bryce get? Did they come to fisticuffs? Rochambeau, Deschambeau. Hey, yo. but uh. Yeah, no. Embiid's been playing uh, this last game. He played this last game like the MVP. Uh, he showed up and showed out. Uh, Maxi's been playing well. Harden didn't even have to take that many shots. Harden took eight no. eight shots, had a double double, um, and let everybody work. Uh, so yeah, I, I at this point now the funny thing is, I think the inside the NBA crew talked about it. This is where. The Sixers were last year Believe against the Bucks, three two. Everybody like, well, pack it up, it's over. And can they do it again? I don't know. I don't know because coaching is different, um, and these guys they're reverting all to their bad habits. That's the biggest. That's issue. the biggest problem. Is a lot of this is not. They're not making the progress that they were making, it seemed like, last year. Because remember, last year, they were bad in the first half of the season. They were bad. Yeah. And then Eme just kept being like, no, I'm going to be fucking hard on these guys. I'm going to push them. I'm going to push them. And then towards the end of the season, it worked out. And now I don't think Missoula has that same kind of mindset 
I uh, I still think Philly chokes it away. I think Philly to um, take a little segment from PTI. I think Philly loses the series. I don't think Boston wins it. Now nothing would make me. Uh, this is a weird. This is a roller coaster for anybody who listens to the show and looks at these clips and stuff and sees your background. Exactly. Now nothing would delight me more than a 76ers collapse because. The 76ers fan base, which I'm not a part of, I'm an Eagles fan, not 76ers fan. Uh, I don't know if that's the very very complicated, very complicated. Uh, But but the 76ers not making the Eastern Conference Finals with all these machinations is really uh, my thing. My dislike for them starts with the trust, the process, losing intentionally. So. If they can never be rewarded, that'd be great. <laughs> Do you know what makes you realize how terrible that whole this whole situation has become? Because we forget. I mean, I there's only forgot- one guy left. When I have forgotten about like the whole trust the process and everything like that, and then I was hanging out with my girlfriend in Astoria, and she was asking me what well, I was talking about. Casual drop there. The we'll pick that up. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, we were Story, talking about the sports podcast and. Uh, and she goes, well, like, why is sports? And so we get into this whole talk about sports, and I've done walk-offs on it and everything like that. And then we got into the basketball thing, and she goes, oh, well, I have some friends that live in Philly. Or the, the, is the Philly team any good? And you don't realize how degrading and demoralizing as a, as a person who defends sports on a regular basis it is to tell someone who has no idea about sports whatsoever what the process is. When she goes, oh, so they lose on purpose? And you go, yeah, but it's for the greater good of like... They lost on purpose for like five years. I know. hope and, that they could hit on and, two lottery balls. And then you keep talking about it. And like and on paper, you're like, yeah, but it's for, you know, the long term. And she goes, oh, well, so how many championships have they won? And you go, well, none. And she goes, well, what do you mean the long term? How many of those guys are still on the team? And I'm like, uh, one. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think Philly deserves... What they're going to get, which is going to be a collapse up three two, and Boston's going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. If if Philly collapses here, it'd be one for the ages. Uh, it, it, I mean, I it's on brand see, for Harden. I can't see, but that's the thing though. Harden Harden gave you his two games. Yeah, you're right. Harden did what he was supposed to do, and don't forget, Harden's made it to a Western Conference Final before. Yeah, he's just never made it to a final as the guy, and again, he's not the guy. Well, they lost that Western Conference final three two. Of course, he did. They were up three two, and then Golden State came back and won in the game seven. Of course, he did. I am yeah. convinced Doc Harden wasn't was, his coach in in Houston though, so. and he was concussed in that game. I I guarantee it. Uh, if this happens, if Philly collapses, I understand what you're saying about Harden played his two games. He gave him everything he had. Do you think, though, that the general public would totally be like, this is on Harden? Just no. because it's the easy route? Okay. No. You think no. NBA fans are smarter than that? I, I think anybody with eyeballs saw that Harden gave you two 40-point games. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, he did his assignment. Yeah, okay. I, like, guys. Because that's what I feel like, too. But I just, you know, a lot of people out there, you know, to quote Men in no, Black, people a are person gonna, is smart, but people are dumb. If you're, If you're... If you're going to be consistent, if folks are going to be consistent, they'd have to say, well, we just gave Embiid the the MVP, but he hasn't delivered in the playoffs. He hasn't done anything in the playoffs, even though he hasn't been further than Jokic in the playoffs, by the way. Meanwhile, I was going to say, meanwhile, the two-time MVP is over there mopping people. been to a Western Conference Finals. Embiid has never been to a Western Conference, uh, Eastern Conference Finals, but, you know. Beyond the pale, you know, who's 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 counting? Who's, well, who's checking of, the facts? Speaking of the facts. Eastern Conference Finals. Sorry, who wants to sound there, folks? I don't have a mouse today. I don't know where it is. Um, yeah, you said that when we were getting ready. You were like, where the hell is the mouse? Um, we don't need to spend too much time on this. New York Knicks now goes down 3-1 to Miami. Only game they won was they barely squeaked out a win. I got a couple of things to say. About I guess, okay. I guess a, a team without Jimmy buckets. Um, <clears throat> go ahead, Joe. The floor is yours. I don't have anything to say about this. I, I figured Miami would sweep this, but Jimmy got hurt. All right. so. <laughs> this. So never, never was a Heat fan. Never was a Heat fan. Rooted against the Heat in many moments of my life. But 
You were right. It is a roller coaster now that we're talking about it. <laughs> the Eagles, the Nuggets, the Florida Panthers. You're from South Florida originally, but you don't I root am. for any of those teams. And then Hurricane fan. you're Haitian Hurricane. by blood, but you root for Fulham in the Premier League. Hey, wait a second. There's no Haitian Premier League team. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying you chose to go to England for your soccer. <laughs> Because the Haitian league is so you got really ways. defensive. You got really <laughs> defensive on that one. Nothing about Denver I'm just saying, Philly. What, what, I'm, just, I'm just saying, what is the league I'm supposed to root for? Isn't there a, a Caribbean island league? Uh, if you have to ask, then like, what are we talking? Good about point. Very good point. <laughs> I was say there. There is a. I think there's a, a Haitian league, but they have no. TV rights in America. That's true. <laughs> I, can't see I actually played rugby one time with a guy from Trinidad and Tobago, and now I think I know everything about the Caribbean. Yeah. So, um, okay. Never been a Heat fan. Never, never purported myself as a Heat fan. Never. Not. But you know what I what I do decide to cape up for the South Florida media market when every fucking person on TV is from or has some affiliation to the New York market. Oh, yeah. And all the dumb shit that I've been hearing in this series, instead of just giving these guys their due, Brendan, I've heard Greeny and Jalen Rose go on TV and say it's too hot outside in South Florida, that's why they dropped those two games. It was too hot. They weren't they weren't accustomed to the really? heat outside the the literal heat, even though they play a game in an arena. 72 degrees. In an arena. It's not a stadium. The and top's not, not off. It's not a retractable roof. It's not like they're doing what San Antonio did when they turned off the AC. Remember I was that? gonna say, like, what, what what are we talking about here? It's 80 degrees in South Florida, so the New York guys aren't accustomed. Like, what is also, how degrading is that as a professional athlete when they're like, oh, it's too hot for you? I was going to say, you go from your hotel to the team bus into the arena like, oh, my gosh, those two seconds where you were in the awning between the Windsor Hotel and the yeah. actual bus. Found like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, it was so it was too much. Um, I've heard, uh, I'm going to call people out by name, uh, Frank Isola, after game two, when everybody was like, huh, it took them a lot for, it took a lot for the Knicks to win game two when Jimmy Butler wasn't there. That is very ominous. Frank Isola says, what are you talking about? They won the game with him or not. It's okay. Blah, 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 blah. You think Jimmy's just not a factor? You, you think just... The guy who's only been playing the most spectacular basketball in these playoffs outside of Devin Booker. You think he's just not a fact. You think he doesn't account for the six points they won that game by? You left your guy out of that. You're out of control. And then uh, I hate this. Oh, Knicks fans, they're so great. Nothing is like playing at MSG. Monica McNutt, she works for Yes Network as well as ESPN. She's from D.C. I don't know, but she's caving for the Knicks, obviously, because they're giving her a check to some degree. And she said, uh, oh, going into game three, going into game four, she was like, I think the Knicks will be fine. Uh, the Heat Arena, it doesn't get filled until game two, uh, the second quarter. And then everybody dissipates at halftime. And then it doesn't really get that loud. It's not like MSG, blah, 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 blah. Got their fucking heads caved in. Do you think maybe got their heads caved in? This is something that confuses. If I have to, sorry, Brandon. If I have to hear one more time about how loud and how smart fans are at MSG and how great they are, it doesn't account for wins. If your if your intellect about basketball was so fucking great, you would have made an Eastern Conference Finals in the last twenty plus years. You ain't shit. You ain't done shit. Your ownership is shit. Your players ain't that good. They're okay. Kind of mediocre. Don't give me this. I'm sick and tired of Knicks fans. These people, you're on 7th Street winning a first game series. Dog, settle down. 
You played a team that never had made it to the the playoffs before. A bunch of guys who were wet behind the ears. Settle down. Who did they All play? Right? They played the Cavs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the just- only person that had any playoff experience was Donovan Mitchell. And as Brendan always told you, they peaked too early. They peaked too <laughs> early. This so settle is, down, New York. Yeah, ridiculous. Miami's the better team. And that's one thing that always bothers me where they go, oh, the, the, the intensity of the crowd and blah, blah. It's like, yeah, do you think maybe Jimmy Buckets likes that? Maybe he plays <laughs> even better up here. I was about to say, he's one of those guys that wants to shut yep. up your crowd. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, this Don't game. bing bong that, motherfucker. Bing bong. Game's over. Series is over. Uh, to quote. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Sorry, I'm fired up right now. Wait, the wrong button. (laughs) All right, now this one is going to be a clear out because this is Joe's team, the Denver Nuggets, going up 3-2 against the Phoenix Suns. Every time I think Denver is going to start rolling, Phoenix comes back with some weird life. Um, Update for all the listeners. Uh, Jokic uh, gave the game ball to Matt Ishbia uh, during warm ups. Game ball or gave a ball, a ball to Matt Ishbia during warm ups. Apparently, the uh, did I text you that? No, I saw it on ESPN. Oh, uh, damn it! The uh, hatchets are buried. The everything is fine. Um, also, speaking of Jokic, <laughs> this dude is out of his mind. Your MVP, your MVP, Joe. What do you got to say about him? Um, the reason the reason I was mad I didn't text you it because I sent it to two group chats. I thought I sent it to you and my brothers as well, but I didn't apparently. I and I sent that video, and when I sent the video in both of those chats, I said Nuggets by fifteen. <laughs> oh, I was like, why he's a man on a mission. Yeah, I was like, by he's getting unders, yeah. and then and then they won by sixteen, and I was like, I was one point off, baby. Yeah. I was like, look at me, another um, triple double. Now uh, ties or beats Wilt for the most uh, triple passes. Will most okay. playoff triple doubles by a center? Um, the Nuggets very good at home. They can defend home court. Uh, the the big thing, I think it's. Uh, this is one of those uh, your stars shine brighter at home and your role players find themselves at home uh, for especially for the Suns because God damn it, Brennan. <laughs> Devin Booker shot over 75 percent. They're going to lose this series and we're all going to be talking about Devin Booker going into next year. He shot over 75 percent from the field in those two games in Phoenix. That was, I couldn't, I couldn't even be mad. Yeah. Though I was, I couldn't even be mad. I was, I was incensed. This guy couldn't, he was a robot out there. One game, I think he was like 20 of 25. This guy was a robot. Like anything he put up damn near went in the basket. It was, it was, it was basketball nirvana. It was, it was the game Poetry in motion. It was so absurd. And then the crazy thing is, at the same time, Jokic gave you a 50-burger on like 60% shooting. And we lost that game (laughs) because Michael Ford Jr. couldn't hit the side of a barn. Um, But it's the – so, we yeah, like I said, we dropped those two games. My theory on this series has uh, continued – if we can hold Kevin Durant and Booker combined under 70 points, 35 apiece is what I've been saying. If we can hold them under 70 points, then I think we win every game running away. Um, yeah. We did in that game, in that game four, game three, I felt like we might have lost. Game four, I felt like we had a better chance of winning. But um, the defense, there were lapses, not lapses in defense, but um their guys hit the open shots that they needed to hit. We were doubling on, we were blitzing Booker and KD. They were swinging it around. Open man, you live with that shot. You live with Landry Shamit fucking shooting the ball, and then he hits you for 19 points in the fourth quarter. It's like, oh, well, damn. I guess, you know, guess it's their night. <laughs> so, God, um, KCP shot. I've, I've never done this before. I'm looking at the shot chart. It's, it's very interesting. 
KCP yeah. did not play well. Uh, no, didn't have to. Didn't have to play well offensively. Was a defensive menace. Was just all up in Booker shit. Um, Booker, kids, couple of elbows, my guy. Settle down, okay? Got my guy bleeding within the first like four oh, minutes. Did of he game. really? Yeah. Yeah, my guy bleeding out the mouth like in the first two minutes of the game. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? It's out of control. But uh, Bruce Brown, Miami product, played his ass off uh, and got under the skin of uh, Kevin Durant, I'd say. Um, how tall is Bruce? Bruce looks, he sells thin. He looks small. 6'4". He looks way smaller than he is. Oh, really? He looks way smaller than he is. Um, man, he's just a wiry guy. He's all over the place. And he's like checking KD, checking Booker. I'm like, he's a, a bit shorter than these dudes. But um, no, all around great game from everybody. Oh yeah, uh, 200 pounds at six four. That's small. Yeah, he's, a, he's a small guy. Um, Jokic is your MVP. I mean, he is everyone's MVP. <laughs> triple doubles, 50 point games. Like he's doing it all. I, I um, Bomani Jones had said going into the postseason, uh. This is going to be, you know, because the spotlight's on Denver to a degree, number one in the West, two MVPs. You know, is Jokic going to be his question going into the postseason was, does Jokic have that, hey, guys, get on my back. I'm going to take you. Yeah. I, this is my night kind of guy. Can he be that in the postseason? And he's done it in both ways. He's done it where get on my back, I'm taking you. And then he's done it where. I'm going to keep doing what I've done consistently. I can facilitate, um, but I'm going to get mine as well. 29 points, 12 dimes. Like the guy is stellar. <laughs> the guy yeah. is stellar, and he can jump five inches off the ground. That's insane. Um, you don't need to jump that high when you're six eleven. Uh, <laughs> I saw. I saw. Uh, do you do you do you ever stumble across NBA Paint? No. On Twitter, NBA Paint. It's this guy. He does like uh what's that old Microsoft Paint? Is yeah. that the thing? Okay. So it's like Microsoft Paint stuff. And he did one for the Joker the other night. And it was uh you know how the joke is he always has cuts on his arms after every game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he wrote next to it and he put Joker paint on the Joker and he I'm said, looking at it right you now. You wanna know about my scars? Oh, no, I, got these scars. <laughs> I was like, that is fucking legendary. Um but yeah, no, we got to be able to uh, package this product and put it on the road as well. Michael Porter Jr., you can't just show up at home. You got to show up on the road. You're not a role player, allegedly. You're supposed to be the third of our big three. So you got to be able to have your game be portable and shippable. And Tyrese Faxi. So he's very good. He's very good at it. Uh, so yeah. Um, and I want to give a shout out to uh, Bruce Brown. Uh, not Bruce Brown. I already did Bruce Brown. Christian Brown. Christian Brown. Um, it's spelled weird. It's B-R-A-U-N. I always thought it was Braun. I thought when he got drafted, I thought it was Braun, but it's Brown apparently. Uh, he came out of Kansas. Rookie. He's been playing for us all year. Very, very consistent minutes. Um, and he has been an impact rookie for us off the bench. Uh, he is... <laughs> I think people see him and they think, oh, we can take him. He's not athletic. He's this, this, that. He's that, blah, blah, blah. But he has been Dean KD. And, I mean, there's only so much you can do with KD, but he's giving him all that he can. Uh, He's sneaky tall because he's one of these people that are sneaky tall. Um, Trying to say all the catchphrases without actually saying anything. But, but, um, and he he brings a fire and an intensity and a passion for this team off the bench. Um, that is that Bones Highland provided last year, uh, and in his absence, Christian Brown has really uh, stepped up and provided that this season. So why you're using so, those code words? Finally looked it up. Yeah, um, but yeah, he had it in. When you said it's spelled like this, pronounced like that, I was, I didn't even think twice. But then you said I'm trying to use all these words without using them, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know that, that that first one. I don't even know what that. I thought it was Christian Braun when he first yeah, got drafted, like. and then my buddy was like, my buddy who saw him play A U E Y B L. He was like, no, 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 it's Christian Brown. I was like, wow. I was like, why is it 
pronounced brown. It's spelled brown. It's brown. It's brown. <laughs> it's brown. <laughs> but it's this brown. isn't one of those like, oh, maybe. No, I'm looking at the guy. I'm looking at his. Oh. his it's it's brown. <laughs> But uh, he had an emphatic slam late in the third. I think it was late in the third or early in the fourth. Um, and I knew I knew we were going to win this game. This is me just hanging on all the loose threads of this game. I knew we were going to win this game. Uh, you want to know how I knew we were going to win this per game, Brennan? Why? It was a miss basket that led me to know that we were going to win this game. Again, not a miss basket, but a, a, a field goal attempt, not a make. That let me know we were going to win this game. Uh, late in the first quarter, we're exploding. Offense is going crazy. Michael Porter's like four or five from three. But there was a pass, one of those sweet, sweet Jokic passes to Jamal Murray. Yeah. And Jamal Murray rose up and was, was about to put Kevin Durant on the back of a milk carton. But Kevin Durant blocked it. But, and I went on Twitter, and Bomani, again, second Bomani reference, take a drink. But Bomani was like, all right, my, uh, Jamal, Simmons. you're doing a little much. And I was like, no. You, he has to have that arrogance and that cockiness to inject into the rest of the team to let them know we can do anything. Guys, anything is possible. You need that. You need that guy with that crazy look in his eyes. And he's he, that that dunk attempt was guys. I don't give a fuck who's in front of me right now. <laughs> Let's play. <laughs> all right, the biggest series of all of them because I've been riding Golden State since the beginning of the season. Golden the State last season. <laughs> Lakers. Uh, L.A. has now gone up three one. Let's uh, go. A valiant effort this last game by Golden State. They had it. They had it, and then they lost it. Valiant effort by who? Golden State. Take the wax out of my ears. A valiant Valiant effort effort by who? By Golden State because they came back to almost win this game. They were leading going into the third, going into the fourth. That's what I'm saying. They should have won this game. Wait, what was, the game? what was the was it was it the game before then? What was the game where they were down and then came back and then ended up losing anyway? Uh, game it sounds more like game three. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. Or game one? No, it was game three. Game uh, one or three? Because so three game, they ended up getting blowed out. Yeah, they ended so, up being like a thirty point. Game. Talk to me about this game four. Wait, talk game to me about this. They were winning the whole game. You say? Yeah, they, they were winning this game going all the way up to the fourth quarter. I think going into the fourth, they were either up by five or six, five or seven, I mean. And it took a out of nowhere, out of left field, this is your moment, kid, type of fourth quarter performance from University of Miami of Florida legend Lonnie Walker. That's why you were posting about Lonnie. Um, to step up and have 15 points all in the fourth quarter, damn near outscoring the Golden State Warriors by himself. The Warriors scored 17 in the fourth. He scored 15 in the fourth. Um, the Lakers had to outscore them by 10 altogether to walk equal way with a three-point victory. Uh, Steph Curry gave them all that he could. <laughs> My issue, not issue's the wrong word, but my reason for picking against the Warriors the last two seasons has been consistent. Yeah. Steph Curry, you are him. You are top 10 player all time. You are you are a game changer, game wrecker. You you're are the Bernatasif of podcasting. That's you're the you Sultan of three point shooting. All right. The Sultan of three point shooting. You're the Sultans of Splash. All right. There it is. That's the name. Yeah, there is better. Way better. Uh, but the problem is he doesn't have, since Clay's injuries, I do not believe they have consistent running mates for him. You're hoping it, it is, hey, it's like you got a, you got, you ever played Spades? 
Oh yeah, come on, man. I was yeah. Well, do you play spades like uh, Joker, Joker, Deuce, Wild, Deuce, Deuce, Joker, yeah, Joker, yeah. Deuce, Deuce? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Steph, Steph is Joker, Joker, Deuce, Deuce. He's. You're just hoping you got a couple low spades. Your partner has a couple low spades that they can take a couple books. books. Yeah, a couple books. <laughs> and he needs. Let me rephrase it. Steph is Joker Joker. He needs Deuce Deuce, but he has a bunch of low spades. He doesn't have guaranteed books. So you run into a game with LeBron and AD, and you're hoping Clay can give you something. A graphic flashed late in the fourth quarter. Clay had hit a three. At that point, it gave Clay nine points. Can't win the I was like, holy shit. Mind you, I went and took a shower at halftime, came back, it was the fourth quarter. So I was, I was a little confused, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Jordan Poole, 0 for 4, 0 for 2, 10 minutes total, zero points for the game. Yeah, you can't win that way. You're not going to win that way. <laughs> I agree with you. As someone who's been pulling for Golden State this whole series, this whole time, Clay can't do it all by himself. Jordan Poole, what was that, game three? You were like, he's putting up everything except his hands in a fight. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wanted to get Ooh, that joke good in there. One. That was a very good one. That was um, a good joke right there. But, uh, yeah, he needs help. He needs more help. Um, and this situation with Looney being the only big, having to get rid of. Uh, they got rid of Wiseman, and they have Kaminga. Yeah. And it's not. I was saying, the crazy thing about that is, uh, in the last two games, in the last two games, yeah, they've shuffled their their starting lineup, um, bringing in Jermichael Green one game to start um, because Looney was sick apparently, and then this game they took Jermichael Green out and they put Gary Payton the second in to start, and he gave you fifteen points, but it. We thought, I, I mean, I can't speak for both of us, but I can definitely speak for myself. I thought Gary Payton the second would be a bigger factor in this series. Why do you think that? Just when they went and traded for him to get him back, I was like, okay, here we go. Defensive mastermind, shut it down. I didn't think it was going to be this series. Last series probably would have a more of a factor. You think it's it just because he's too small? Guard heavy. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say because it was guard heavy team with the yeah. Kings. Um, but the Lakers... A lot of their, I mean, the most uh, effective players are two gigantic guys that the Warriors can't guard. No. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still banking on what I said last week and what I will continue to say. One of these guys will go down um, with an injury and Golden State will come back. I mean, they have to do it now. If they're going to do it, it has to happen like it has to right have to happen like. As they're getting their luggage off of the team uh, plane or something like, yeah, it would have to be within the first like two minutes of the game because it has to be them like uh, was tripping in the hotel shower or something like I don't I don't see yeah. it happening no time soon, but we'll see. But, uh, I mean, what? But if the it's... crazy thing is like AD didn't even like AD had twenty three, LeBron had twenty seven, um, and LeBron has been shooting like fairly inconsistently. Uh, Austin Reeves gave you twenty one. You got you. You couldn't even stick Austin Reeves. Yeah, this is no like, good. And then the game prior, uh, the D'Angelo Russell had twenty one at the half. Well, and there was that game too. I can't remember. I, I think it might have been game uh, four or game three. Well, whatever the game was, where they made like twenty threes but still lost the game. Golden. That State. was game one. Oh, was that game? God, this series is yeah. flying by. Um. So yeah, you can't. Like everyone's like, oh, they'll just get hot. They'll start shooting. It's like, yeah, they did that already. Yeah, that's that was my thing after that game when we spoke, and I was like, uh, if they're gonna lose the game where they shoot lights out, oh, I ain't got nothing for you. Yeah, I don't <laughs> when know three of their guys are gonna give them six threes apiece and they lose, I was like, it's gonna be a long series, man. It's gonna be long a long series. series. It's gonna be a long series, bruv. Bruv, it's gonna be a long series, bruv. Bruv. And you know, you know what I want to see, Brev? I want to see the Lakers win because if they're going to shoot six to twenty-five from three, Nuggets are going to kill them. Nuggets are going to kill them. Kill them. 
So play like a pro. You need to train like a pro. This is your only chance to train your game with some of the best players on the planet, including Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, DeMar DeRozan, C.J. McCollum, De'Aaron Fox, and many more. Pro classes packed with hundreds of drills, workouts, and breakdowns, all specifically designed to skyrocket your skills like never before. With over 20 signature training systems, damn it, it's always the systems. Almost had it. Uh, With over 20 training, damn it, with over 20 signature training, hmm, wow, it just happened to me now. Uh, With over 20 signature training systems, you'll craft your shooting handles, scoring, and athleticism, just like all-stars and future Hall of Famers. And with our special code, you can claim your 50% discount right now before it's too late. So check out the show notes or our pinned tweet on Twitter to get instant access and join Pro Class right now. All right, moving on to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Joe has a bug in his house. Uh, I was very yeah. excited you knew to go right to the read. You didn't see it because you were reading, but I, I was very... Yeah, I saw you were... End of the bench. <laughs> very end of the bench kind of energy coming from my end. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Stanley Cup, my team's out. Uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances called the Toronto Maple Leafs. But I am happy. I am blessed that I have a friend that's a huge Florida Panthers fan because the Ice Cats are putting it on them. Yeah, we're defending your honor, even though we wanted you guys. Don't think we were ducking you. We wanted you guys. But, um, yeah, we're defending your honor. We're defending the honor of Florida hockey. Uh, (laughs) Ice Cats, man. What is happening? Hooper dude, man. Uh, Hooper dude's out of here, baby. I, know, I just like Chucky, saying, Chucky. Keep it out, Chucky. Hooper dude. Um, uh, Barky. Bob. Bob's playing out of his mind. Bob, Bob isn't playing out. Bobby. Bobby. Bob's playing out of his mind. Um, having a kid. Sa- Sam Reinhardt. Shout out to Sammy. Shout out to Sammy. Uh, he got the overtime goal. Um, to help us win game three. Uh, this team just looks. They just look like they're on. They're just on a different. They just look like they're on a different playing surface. Is this it looks vind- like <laughs> it looks like they're on ice and the other guys are in sludge. I mean, hey. uh, is this vindication for winning the president's trophy last year and then getting bounced? Uh, is if no, uh, <laughs> I still would have liked to have been better last year, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, it, what we know from you know history, I think like. Uh, I've, I kept flaunting the stat last year. I don't even remember it anymore. But uh, I think only one team in the last, like, 10 to 15 years has won it all after winning the President's Trophy. Eight teams total. So that's I, I know that stat. It's eight teams total. So, yeah. I think the last team to do it was, like, the, one of those uh, Chicago Blackhawks teams. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that three run? Yeah, that, uh, out of that three run they had. Uh, so maybe that was just, you know, too much too, – too much – but it's the same, it's pretty much the same. Other than Huberdeau, it's pretty much the same team, and they're coming back with a vengeance. They, they pretty much ran it back. They got rid of Uyghur and Huberdeau, and they got in Chucky, Demon of Chucky. Um, and yeah, they've been they've been running rub shot. They've been playing quote unquote playoff hockey all year long. They've been waiting for moments like this, and they're capitalizing. It's funny. Um, what was I listening to? I was Bumani listening Jones. to Around the Horn. No, 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 no. Was Bamani Jones on Around to, the Horn? He was not. He hasn't been on in a long time. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to uh, Around the Horn, and I think it was, I think it was Harry Lyles Jr. Oh, I like to source my my takes. Uh, not my takes, but when when I'm quoting someone, I like to give them their just due. Shout out to Harry Lyles Jr. Um, and he said that Spolstra said that all those close losses they they had so many close losses that it helped them prepare for tight games in this at this moment and the same thing can be said for the Panthers i believe um it's transferable from one south florida team to another where all the games they lost late and all the games they lost in overtime and all the tough games that you know tough situations tough scenarios the uh power plays and the the, the reverse of the, the shorthanded situation um, all led to them fear, figuring out how to play for this moment at this time. Uh, 
I got a lot of capitulation to go on. Uh, Barky, I created you like a week ago. Uh, you've been you've been spectacular. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. That's all you can say, really. I, it was like two weeks ago, but still. I remember. It was last week. Last week we were celebrating. I, I was I was doing too much celebration for me to be capitulated. But uh, yeah, I created that, Bob. What was that? After that first loss to Boston, you were like ready to cut the whole team. Uh, is that when we recorded? It was the first or second loss to Boston. And you were like, we're going to get railroaded. This is over. I think we were probably down 3-1 at that time. Had to be. Maybe. I assume so. I think by it the might second loss, though, you were like, yeah, yeah, you were like, this is it. Because I yeah. think Tiny even mentioned it. I was bagging it in. She was like, yeah, what happened? I was like, we won game two. And then, then we you were lost trading the everybody, firing I was, coaches. Yeah I, was, I was, yeah, yeah. I was, you know. You know, I, I I lost my cool there, but that's what but you fans trust the that's process. What fans do. Yeah. No, I didn't trust the process. That's what fans look. It's not my job to trust the process. It's my job to call them out when they're shit in the bed, and they were shit they in heard, the bed. They heard the podcast, and you know what? They decided to put their clothes in the wash. They put the sheets in the wash. They bust out the bucket of uh, soap and water, and they clean the bed. Can we the, not the do this analogy? Mattress anymore? itself. <laughs> but uh, no, got all the, the fecal matter out of there. Just, I mean, deep clean, deep, deep clean. clean. Do um, you? Side note: If you ever were to shit the bed on purpose or by accident, do you throw that bed away, or do you try to clean it? Uh, I think if you're in. I think it depends on your financial I think situation. You, obviously, but I was going to say, I think if you're in the headspace where you're shitting beds, I don't think you can afford another mattress. <laughs> nah, good point. Good point. Might do that at but, the show tonight. Um, Ask the room. But uh, yeah, shout out to the Panthers. Um, I think we should probably talk about you know just other series in general. Uh, I didn't Golden know there was Knights. another series going on because that's all, all we have on the series. rundown is the Panthers. There's other series out there. Uh, Golden Knights lead the Oilers two to one. Uh, game tonight is in Edmonton. Uh, the Heat and the Panthers, by the by, Heat and Panthers could close out both their series tonight. Um, Party in South Florida. Kraken and the Stars tied two two. Kraken still in it. Kraken still in it. Lost last night six three. And uh, how the long hurricane been, is this? Their second year. Second year in existence. Yeah. Uh, the fucking. Carolina Hurricanes have been putting it on the Devils. They dropped a 6-1 on them last night. I think they had another, like, yeah, they had it. Oh, my gosh. Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Hurricanes have had a 5-1 win, a 6-1 win, and a 6-1 win. And the one they lost, it was a 8-4 loss, uh, Devils way. Jesus God. Christ. <laughs> I hope the Devils get destroyed in this series. Uh, so yeah, that is your complete hockey hockey drama. breakdown. Moving on to the next segment. You'd be surprised how quick and quick Mayman hits quick hit. All right, we're gonna be quick on this one. Quick hits, quick. quick. Um, baseball season is upon us, Joe. Anything you want to take away from this? Uh, baseball season is upon us. The Tampa Bay Rays are just the coldest team out. They're already a hundred. Uh, they're already plus a hundred in run differential. Um. And the fucking the wait plus a hundred that's good isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're plus a hundred and run different. They're plus. Well, you said coldest team, and I was like, what did they, did the hot streak no, come? Oh, to an sorry, end? sorry. Cold is like these motherfuckers. It's cold, cold as ice. Got it. <laughs> ice in the veins. Yeah, like damn. These they just don't worry them. for all the gym rat listeners <laughs> out there. I deciphered it. Ah, <laughs> the gym rat. Uh, all the coaches' sons out there. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. Uh, the Rangers the first one in, last one out, good. guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Rangers have been good, uh, which is which justifies them spending all that money they have. Yeah, but they spent the a ton. Thing is, I think I think their two biggest. Their Degrom two is biggest, out. Degrom is out, and I want to say Seager's out. My. I so all the money they spent in the offseason is That's not, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the thing that frustrates me about sports in general. You could pay, and I know this from being a uh, GM on Madden franchise mode, you could pay all this money for these great offseason acquisitions, and then they get hurt, and you're just like, well, what the fuck? I don't get that back. 
Doesn't go towards well, the Brandon, cap. Well, Brandon, they, they don't get hurt for the rest of their lives. They still have the rest of the contract to play. I know, but DeGrom's getting up there. This is the third or fourth season he's gotten hurt and missed a substantial amount of time. Yeah. Markel Fultz, for great example. Markel Fultz. Oh, well, that That's was a rookie deal. That nothing to do. That's a draft situation. Uh, but yeah, Pittsburgh Pirates, the most shocking team. Uh, to walk the planet of the earth. Um, this is a team that the has planet been of the earth. In uh, <laughs> this is a team that has been in the doldrums for quite some time, uh, and a lot of that is because the Cardinals are probably the most shocking, shockingly bad team. The Cardinals, who spent on, uh, I think Goldie's still there. They got Arenado still there. Arenado still there. Yeah, they went and traded. They not traded. They signed uh, Contreras. Away from Chicago in the offseason, and they are 13 and 24. Like, what in the world? It's upside down in Central. Uh, Miami is currently second in the East. Uh, we cannot beat the Braves. The Braves, anytime we see the Braves, it's like a bully finding the kid that he bullies. And this is before, you know, we stood up to bullies, and it's, it's just, it is bad. <laughs> We keep walking up to Atlanta, or they keep coming down to Miami, and they just keep stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. Like, oh my gosh, that weekend series was god awful. Um, Arenado at thirty two is making thirty five million dollars this oh year. Oh yeah, if you have kids, make them play baseball, baby. Um, yeah, I think I think that thumbs up. The Angels not terrible, three games above five hundred. Shohei Otani. There's the, the God. I don't even have I don't even have adjectives or joeisms to describe what Shoya Otani has been doing to. He's going to be paid almost a billion dollars. I'm t- I told you that we talked about that a couple weeks ago. He's going to be paid close to a billion dollars. My gosh, he he has the most K's ever for a two way player. I think he has the most homers for a two way. Like, suck on that, babe. <sighs> Man, hey hey hey. Don't talk to my black brother and like that. Can I say something that's pretty hilarious? I don't know if it's hilarious. It'll probably come off as offensive and mean spirited. Babe Ruth is probably Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the fact that is, I think it's very ironic. Where not ironic, but I think it it just speaks to the diversity in sports, where everyone goes, "Yeah, Babe Ruth broke all those records because he's playing against a bunch of other white guys, and if he played against real athletes, then he wouldn't have any of those records." Blah blah blah. And I agree with that, case in point. And then it took a Japanese guy to break off. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. Yeah, no, I mean... Uh, I, this would yes. never happen if it was integrated. He was playing against real athletes, and then a Japanese guy comes over. He's like, I got it. Well, well, hold on. Now, now see, the defensive thing is, are you saying Japanese people aren't real athletes? Oh, come on! Don't now take that way. Say, you know what I meant. I was like, Choyatani is... He is a uh, uh, gym a, rat. No, I was gonna say First he's like in, a last out. Greek god. Yeah, he's like, jacked. This guy is like he, the shoulders on this guy. Huge. He looks good. <laughs> Fucking, he works out, bro. Shoei is a physical marvel and just gifted, talented yeah. as all shit. It's insane how he can just like the control he has over the ball. And I know everyone knows I'm not a huge baseball guy, but yeah, I watch enough. There's the the command he has over the ball and then to be able to also railroad it out of the park is very it's like counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. You think someone who's like that big and who could swing that hard wouldn't also not be able to pitch well. <laughs> like, geez, this guy can hit 150 and then throw 100 on the on the gun. It's, yeah. It's insane. Um, so we're going to have to fire Brennan like we had to fire Bob Huggins because I don't know what he was trying to say there. <laughs> Capitulation time for real. On to soccer corner. Coming, coming from uh, the guy who was like, oh, I'm tired of people saying, like, I don't want to offend people. The one time I say something that's relatively offensive. No, I was saying comics need to stop crying like their jobs are in crisis. It's not oh, in yeah, crisis. Get out of here. I think that's a funny point. I might try that on stage today. I don't know. If it's just, you're in New York. There's a lot of... I know. <laughs> it's a very diverse city. Just saying. Um, I, I, I'd say we talk about... We could talk about it offline before you take it to the stage. Uh, 
are really gonna take it. It's just like nobody follows sports. On the West Coast at least. I think it's I think the juxtaposition is what makes it funny, the misdirection. My thing is the misdirection is not the misdirection because the misdirection is the point of Babe Ruth. It's if the game was allowed to be more diverse, you'd see other people can do this as well. No, and the point is with Babe Ruth is diverse. if the game was more diverse, Babe Ruth would have never done that. He would look normal. He would have ne- no. It's not that everyone else would have risen to his level. It's that he would have been no, taken down a level. Exactly. He would look normal. Yeah. He would not stand amongst the crowd. And now that you know there is such a diversity, you have someone you. Now we, when someone stands above the crowd, it's like, holy shit, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Look at Venus over there. <laughs> I guess in the case of baseball, you just, I, nobody, I don't think would think it would come from Japan. I don't think, but that's the thing. You would think, you, you wouldn't be shocked. That's true. Now that we're talking. They about love baseball over there. It you doesn't seem be as misdirect shocked. as I thought. Like if the guy came from, if now you would have something if the motherfucker came from like England. Yeah, if the motherfucker came from England and was just cracking, just fucking gas and pit, and then he uh, just tosses batter. the bat and he goes cheerio. Yeah, like you'd be everybody would be like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's do. like they love baseball in Japan. Baseball is like they have the, a whole the like culture. Perfect. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like the perfect incubator because they've been sending guys over here for years. Yeah, that's true. So. It's always pitchers, not always, but a lot of times you, it's, it's pitchers. normally pitchers, normally yeah. pitchers, and then you got a you got a Ichiro. Yeah, best so. yeah, one of the best hitters of all time. No, I mean, to super me, consistent, super consistent. All right, super. let's move on to let's move on, bruv. Okay, bruv. Uh, Fulham. All right, we had we had one game over the weekend. Uh, played One on Monday. One big win over the weekend, more like One it. One big win over the weekend, buddy. Uh, because of the goddamn King's coronation, we got our game moved from Sunday to Monday. A couple of games were moved. Uh, so Monday Wait, there's morning. there's a new king? There's a new king. There is a king. Uh, was not really new. Uh, yeah, his name is James. King James. Uh, <laughs> Wrote a book. You should check it out, everyone. Uh oh wow I wasn't even thinking about that I was talking about LeBron James King James you teed it up but and I you hit you it did out. go you went Bible for me you did um he didn't write the book though just his oh, version come on don't pick apart just joke. saying it was, was Constantinople that you know put help put this whole thing Council of Nicaea everybody keep your third eye I don't get any credit for just shooting um, that out there off the cuff it was a good one it was a good one I didn't say it was bad it was a good one but keep your third eye open everybody keep your third eye open. um. Yeah, so we had a. Uh, it was funny. So at the start of the game, the announcers say the last time was it Fulham or was it these two teams? I don't know. Uh, it was like the last time, the day after a coronation. It might have been these two teams played or Fulham played. It, they, it seems it was too like, random for it to be these two teams. It would be so random if it was these two teams. I can't remember exactly what he said, though. But it was like the last time Fulham played after a coronation, it was a 6-4 game. Like, I was like, whoa, that's that's wild. That's a weird was, set from 100 years ago. I was like, that's crazy. And then this ended up being a 5-3 game. Uh, William had two marvelous goals, one from a free kick that was oh so beautiful. Uh, and then my man, my 10, Tom Cannon. Oh, you to me are everything, the sweetest song that I can sing. Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny. You were there when we were shite, but now we're fucking dynamite. Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny. When we need to slow um, things down, then Marco... He had... He had two goals of his own, his first two goals of the season. Um, and then who had the third goal? I mean, who's the third person scored? I can't remember now. It wasn't Polinia. It wasn't Bobby. It wasn't Solomon. It wasn't Tosin. Who was on the right side? It wasn't Harry. Oh, it was Vinicius. Carlos Vinicius. <laughs> yeah, Carlos Vinicius had the, uh, the, the, was the third person to score. Um, 
then we 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 were up four one because they had got one they got cheapwooded, and then after that we let up two dumb goals, two very dumb goals. Uh, but we were already up four and then five at the time. So very comfortable win, not the uh, defensive performance you would want, but with uh, Tim Ream, our captain. Captain America being out for the moment, um, you know, there's going to be, especially in that up five complacency, there'll be some lapse in uh, defense there. Um, I think, I think Mitro's back. So that's going to be fun to see now. Uh, Yeah, Mitro is back for Southampton, who are the worst team in the table right now. And then we got a game against Crystal Palace. And then we have our revenge game where we can potentially knock Man U out of Champion League or uh, Euro League contention, depending on how everything shakes out, which would be fucking great because that's the team where Mitro got his red card and his eight-game suspension. So that would be awesome. Because we were up prior to all the nonsense that occurred. But yeah, cool. Leeds, Leicester City, and uh, Southampton, the three teams that are facing relegation right now, where they all they all couldn't have gotten promoted last year because it's only one, two teams that get promoted, right? Uh, three teams get promoted. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, all the promotion teams right now are pretty much in the clear. Oh, really? Because uh, normally it's you get promoted, yeah. but then you have a there's a good chance Usually. to go back down. Shocking, shocking. Um, not to say that the two other teams that got promoted with us didn't try to get relegated. Because at certain points of the season, they were in very bad spots, but they fired their coaches and got their shit together. Um, so we went from when we started this show. We were in the Champions League and then got promoted to the Premier League. And then we got relegated and then promoted again. That's how long we've been doing this show? No. No. We started the show, I want to say, the year after a promotion. Yeah. No, it was the year because that's why you put it into the intro. Yeah. We had year just got promoted. You had gotten promoted. So we were, you were, Fulham was in the Premier League when we yeah, started the show. Got they relegated. had just gotten there. They had just gotten there. Then they got relegated. Then they, they got back. back. Then they got relegated. Then they got back. Is that I right? It was, no, it's only yeah, one relegated. Right? Only it's, one relegation? Yeah, it was there, relegated there. You're right. You're right. Because right. it's like the, the season. Sorry, I'm like thinking of months. the last four seasons for me. Or the last five seasons. So for this me. will be the first time you guys have gotten moved up and then stayed up. up. It stayed up. Yes. First and then time. You get a huge, they get a huge uh, profit oh, yeah. margin from huge that, right? Huge cash. Huge cash. Um, a lot of the guys. Keep a lot of the guys, yeah. You want to keep a lot of the guys. All right. And you want to finish above that team down the road. Always. Talking to you, Greg. Talking to you. you fucking traitor. Come on Wait, the show. Who's for three he? seasons. Come in the show for three seasons. Who's he rooting I talk for? Talk about Fulham. I try to get everybody in the fucking soccer. Who's he rooting for? In the football. And then you fucking root for the team down the road. Unbelievable, man. Who's the team down the road? Unfucking believable. Uh, we don't say their names. The team down the road, they wear blue. Foodie. Christian Pulisic plays for them. Oh, okay. So un- unfucking real, man. Unfucking real. You think you know a guy? You think you know a guy? And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> don't feel too bad. Avalanche got bounced in the first round. You get what you give, Craig. All right. Joe, where can we find you? You can find me. Oh, uh, at a London Derby near you, uh, you can find me. Um, actually, they they are they are going to be playing in London. Where is that game? They're doing a summer series and they're coming to the states. Fulham is going to be a part of. Uh, oh, let's go! Like six or eight Premier League teams that are coming to the states. Um, I think sometime in July, and Fulham will be playing Chelsea. Actually, where? Uh, I don't know. I gotta check the thing, but they have three games. One is in. Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, to be more specific. One is in That's Maryland, for me. and then one is in Orlando. <sighs> Flying to Orlando, MCO. It's super cheap. It's like 140 bucks. I mean, it's even cheaper from Atlanta. Let's hope I get that race. Uh, Wait, doesn't your boss well, listen to this show? 
potentially. <laughs> Me and him were on the phone yesterday. He knows I want this race. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> this is not me mincing words. Uh, we're all hoping Mike. We're all hoping in a couple weeks. So keep hope alive. Uh, you can you can take me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorby. You can check out the shows Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the network at uh, newlow.co a new that was terrible a new low.co check out the other shows on at a new low.co um, that includes a new low the big show uh, who does a podcast um, and misbehaving Colonel club question mark still gotta check last time they did a number so still gotta check last time they did a but uh, yeah Brennan where can we find you at Brennan T comedy on all social media Brennan T Check out the one-man show premiering May 31st on Patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif, uh, also called X-Drinking Buddy. And then I have my other podcast, X-Drinking Buddy. Joe's been on it. I have a bunch of people on it. We talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, partying, getting in trouble stories. This week I had Jake Otero, very funny comic from Albuquerque, New Mexico on. Um, big things coming with that, too. So check it all out, BrennanTComedy.com. Big things popping and little shit stopping. Brennan, get me out of here because I, I have to start working so I can get that raise. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Legendary saxophone player George Coleman came into the restaurant at 88 years old. Sweet guy. We talked about Miles Davis playing sax in the 60s. George Coleman, shout out. Can I give a shout out to football guys you're hanging out with? Oh, Shregs.